Welcome to the You Got This podcast, featuring authors Donnie and Sandy. We invite you to settle in, open your hearts and minds, and be inspired to trust and present hope in the Lord. When you allow Him to lead the way, you got this. Hey guys, welcome back here to another awesome episode of You Got This with your host Sandy and Donnie from Your New Life Ministries. We wanted to take the time to apologize for not coming to you last week. We had just been going through some really big changes in our lives, so we just got really busy, and we're hopefully things will start slowing down here pretty soon, and we can bring you back weekly episodes of You Got This. So just bear with us while we're going through these uh, extreme changes. But we're continuing on. We're on Season 3, Episode 12 of Rise Up. This week's episode is about rise up from wrong perceptions. You can get wrong perceptions from people, the wrong ideas from people, and it's not their fault. You just see it from a different angle as they do, and you're going to take it out. I mean, unfortunately, as, as, as with Jesus, the, the Pharisees swore up and down that they would come in riding on a majestic horse, and what he come in riding in on? A donkey. So they didn't believe anything that he was telling them. That's a, that's a case of wrong perception. We do it every single day. We just look at somebody and we get the wrong perception of them. And it's through those thoughts of their own. They're just going about their day. So we've got three topics we want to talk to you about today. One, discover the truth. Are your perceptions and beliefs wrong? Two, discover the truth, the corrections of perceptions and what to do. And finally, number three, putting the truth into action. And the song we're going to play this week is Fires. By Jordan St. Cyr. So let's go on and continue on with this episode. Hi, welcome back, everyone. And I hope everyone out there, wherever you are, had a happy Thanksgiving to all of you who celebrate it. And for those of you who don't, I hope you had a blessed weekend. Um, let's get straight on to our topic Rise Up from Wrong Perceptions. Okay, the week before, we spoke about moving past what has hindered you. There are certain things in your life that will hinder you from the path that God has you on. They may not necessarily be sin, but maybe they're just some wrong directions and wrong choices that you've caused. Or that someone has caused you. Or you're just not understanding the right path. And these, some of these things can hinder you. Well, today, this is one of the biggest things that can hinder you besides sin is wrong perceptions. If your beliefs and your mindsets and your perceptions are wrong, so will your actions and so will what you say and how you treat people. Adam and Eve sinned in the Garden of Eden because of their wrong perceptions fed to them by Satan. He led them to believe that they would be missing out on something if they didn't eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, even though God had told them not to. And if God tells us not to with all the blessings that he gives us, then we need to know and trust and believe that if he's telling us not to do something, then it is for our own good. This is how Satan lures all of us into sin. By being prideful, being rebellious, refusing to humble ourselves, and asking, is my receptions wrong? Come on, don't be so prideful to think that you're right all the time. Humble yourself and ask, 
Are my are my perceptions wrong? Are they? Do you want to move past the place that you're stuck in? Are you trying to keep? You're trying to keep doing the same thing that you want to do, and you keep getting one setback setback after another. Then look at that. Ask yourself and God. Are my perceptions wrong? And then be ready to receive the answer. If you're serious about getting unstuck, hunger yourself because no one is right 100% of the time. Sometimes, and it's nothing bad. We all make bad choices sometimes and wrong decisions. We all believe and get set in our ways. And there's nothing wrong with that. But it is if you're wanting to move on and you keep doing the same thing. Stop planting the same kind of seeds and expecting a different type of tree to grow. That's exactly <clears> right. <throat> what is so wrong with going up and asking for help or asking for better understanding of a situation? You can't just assume that every person out there is doing wrong. Just because you say that they look like they're doing wrong. They could be asking, they could have asked for permission to do something and you have no idea. You know, there's nothing wrong with going to that particular person and finding out what the situation is instead of just taking it upon yourself to say they're doing wrong. You're doing wrong by just judging that situation. You're judging it wrong. You're doing wrong by judging it. So there's nothing wrong with going out there and asking, well, what the deal is. And uh, maybe you can assist them with helping getting the take, their issue taken care of. You have no idea if God put you in a situation to help them and to, get a better, and to get a better understanding of the situation and get it resolved faster than they thought possible. And it's not just wrong perceptions about what other people are doing. Wrong perceptions are wrong perceptions based on your beliefs and you think things have to happen in a certain way. And you think your prayers have to be answered in a certain way or you have to do things in this set way. Which may not be the case at all. So maybe your way of doing things and maybe the way you're believing or the way you're believing for your prayers to be answered are what's hindering you. Maybe those perceptions are wrong and you have to let God out of the box. So that brings us to our first topic. Discover the truth. Are your perceptions and beliefs wrong? If you're tired of being sick and tired of being stuck and not moving forward, then it's time to humble yourself and ask yourself, what have I been doing that's the same? And am I getting the same results over and over again? The definition of insanity itself is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. It's like continuing to plant orange seed and expecting an apple tree to grow. It's just not going to happen. Paul was adamant that what he was doing was right and having Christians killed. It took the Lord blindsiding him on the way to Damascus to open his eyes. What's it going to take to open yours? How many more hindrances is it going to take before you let the stubbornness and, and your pride down? Before you get rid of it and accept just maybe, just maybe that your perceptions and your beliefs are wrong. And that's not a sin. It's just hindering you. But being prideful, that is a sin. 
being prideful to think that you're just right all the time and that everybody else in the wrong is wrong. Come on. It's also a little bit of idolatry as well. And it's what what harm is it gonna say? Because if you're not getting anywhere, what harm is it to ask God, are my perceptions wrong and show me the truth? What if that's gonna be the one thing that removes those hindrances and help you to start moving on the path that you want and that God has for you? Maybe the way that you're thinking, things need to happen for what you're trying to achieve or your prayers you want God to answer is completely in a different way than what God has. Are you ready to accept it? I think we all should be ready to accept it. The question is, are you willing to do it? And are you willing to change your behaviors? Because accepting God is one thing. But learning to walk in the shadow is another. And we're so used to having things our own way. We're not going to listen to reason. I'm guilty of it much as everybody else is. And you got to change your perceptions on things. you got to change your actions on things. Some things in the world says okay. But in God's eyes, it's not okay. Because his standards are far, far, far stringent than ours. And they are that way for a reason. Because God and Jesus was always perfect in every single way. He looks at uh, TV and uh, sees a woman in a bra. He looks at it as adultery. And regular people look at it as an everyday television event. You see the wrongness? A woman should not be showing to her body to anybody else but her husband. But yet they do it every single day on TV to show in a bra. That's, that's a, a form of pornographic material right there. And other people may not look at it that way. Well, that's not pornographic. She's not naked point is she's partially naked and that's for her husband's eyes and her husband's eyes only so that moves us to the next topic are you finally ready to you know get rid of that stubbornness get rid of those wrong perceptions that's holding you back because if your way is not getting you anywhere why not try something different it might be just the thing that's going to move you forward next topic discover the truth the correct perceptions and what to do. Jonah refused to go to Nineveh when God told him to because he thought they were so sinful he did not want God to forgive them. But how was his sin any better or worse? God says all wrongdoing is sin and that's 1 John 5 17. So really he's being hypocritical because his disobedience was just as sinful as the sin create the Ninevites were doing. So did he deserve to be forgiven? None of us deserve it. But God gives his grace and his mercy and his forgiveness unconditionally. When are you ready? When are you going to be ready to get unstuck and get serious about it? If you are, then here are some steps to follow to find out the truth and take action after that five steps first one being humble yourself accept your perceptions and beliefs your mindset just may be wrong two make a list and keep doing the results are they similar three god a good, a good to god and go to god in prayer and humbly ask him to show you the truth 
it can open your eyes of all the blind. The Lord opens the eyes of the blind. The Lord raises those who are bowed down. The Lord loves the righteous. Psalms 146, 8. Then you will know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. John 8, 32. Number four. If your faith is weak, ask him to help you believe the truth he is revealing immediately. The boy's father explained, I do believe he helped me overcome my unbelief. Mark 9, 24. And finally, number five. The next point leads us to part three. Put what he tells you into action. And yes, we'll be right back right after this. We'll take a quick break, but we're going to follow up with part three right after this. Hope you enjoy this song. I remember how you told me That life may not be easy And everything that I need You've already given me I remember how you told me I can trust you completely so why am I doubting when you prove that you'd fight for me? You've walked me through fire.
Hey guys, welcome back. I hope you enjoyed that song by Jordan St. Cyr. And we're going to continue on with part, uh, with topic number three, putting the truth into action. Then after you humble yourself and ask yourself the hard questions and went to God in prayer, put what he has told you into your heart, into action, this is the only way to get unstuck. Adam and Eve repented. Jonah repented and obeyed the Lord. He went to preach to the Ninevites. Paul, after three days, received his sight back after his repentance. Now, just look at what his repentance and obedience has done for the kingdom of God. What will God do in your life? What will God do in your life? And how quickly will he come to your rescue and turn your situation around? As Donnie had said, Adam and Eve repented. Jonah repented. Paul repented, and many more. Look what he's done. Just look at what his repentance and obedience has done for the kingdom of God. There are 27 books in the New Testament. Paul wrote over half of them, 13, and five of those were written from prison. And prison back then was a lot more harsh than it is now today. What would you do? Would you be writing from prison? From his obedience and his writings, through the help of the Holy Spirit, mankind from generation to generation has been helped due to them. What will he do in your life if you would lose the pride, lose the rigidity of, no, it's my way's right, but if your way's right, how long have you been in that situation and it's not been getting any better? Maybe stop and think about that. What will happen in your life if you would just humble yourself and go to God in prayer to open your eyes to see the truth and then be ready to receive it? Out of God's overwhelming, unconditional love, he wants so much for you and wants to give you so much and wants to bless you beyond measure. So what are you waiting on? What are you waiting on? What is holding you back from just praying a simple prayer to ask God to open your eyes to any wrong beliefs and any wrong mindsets. For this reason, I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, for whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might through his spirit in your inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and length and depth and height to know the love of God, which surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the power that works in us, to him be the glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. That's Ephesians 3, 14 through 21. What is it going to take and how many times are you going to have to go around that same mountain before you finally reach up and ask, well, God, am I doing things wrong? Look at the Israelites. It took them 40 years to make an 11-day journey because of their stubbornness. Bottom line is, if you're asking God, what are you, uh, how am I doing wrong? You're already doing wrong. You know you're doing wrong. I don't even know why you would even ask God that because you already know you're going wrong. All you have to do is just ask for forgiveness. 
what else do you have to lose? Except for asking for God's forgiveness. It's not hard. There's no special formula you got to do. All you have to do is ask God <clears throat> to save you. There's nothing more special than asking God for forgiveness, and he will forgive you. He is the most forgiving God ever. And he loves you more than anything in this world. All you have to do is accept his love. What's so wrong with that? And ask him to open your eyes. He says in, in James chapter 1, verse 5, if any of you lacks wisdom, he said, ask God who gives generously. So he will open your eyes. And so quickly will he come to do that. Because he doesn't want us to be hindered. He doesn't want our past to be hindered. Why else would he send Jesus to die on the cross for us? If he didn't want us. It says in the Bible that if he would if he would give his only son to die on the cross for us, how will he not also give us all things? Can you stop and think about that? The love that's behind that? Are you ready to make some progress and throw away the hindrances that come from wrong perceptions? That's taking you the wrong way? That's keeping you from the path and the answered prayers you've been wanting for so long and allow God to be God and get him out of the box. Let him out of the box and let him do it his way and in his time. After all, he's God and we are not. Let him be God in your life and just be prepared to be amazed and overwhelmed by his goodness. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for our listeners today and I pray that you Bless each and every one of them. God bless them. And if any one of them is out there that are, may think that, well, maybe just my perceptions are wrong. Lord, we're praying because me and Donnie are praying the same thing for us. If any of our ways and our beliefs are wrong, any of our perceptions are wrong and our mindsets, please open our eyes to see the truth. And open our listeners' eyes to see the truth. Open their eyes to see, their ears to hear, their minds and hearts to know and understand them a willing heart to receive. If there is anyone in need out there, I pray that you provide that need abundantly, God. Put divine appointments and connections in their life to help provide what is needed. Lead them to the job if they're needing a job. Lead them to provision in this Christmas season. Just give them miracles and handfuls on purpose. If they're needing healing, I pray for each and every one of them needing a healing that you would heal them in Jesus' name in your way, your time, in your fashion. Whether it's through a doctor or a miracle or a progressive healing, like one of the blind men you healed when you were here. At first, he said he saw men walk in his trees and you touched him again and then he could see. So sometimes our healing is progressive. And let us not grow weary in believing. Let our faith stand strong and not be moved. Hear and answer the prayers of the hearts and those who are down, those who are lonely, provide that friend and heal that broken heart. Restore the joy of their salvation. We thank you for each and every one of our listeners out there and we pray God bless each and every one of them. In Jesus' name, amen. And if y'all have a special prayer request, please email us at info at yournewlifeministries.org or you can visit our website. And hey, uh, just in, in, any day now, we're going to have Molly's Journey released. Uh, Molly's Journey to Forgiveness. It's a children's book about um, children bullying children. Oh my goodness, how much is that needed out there? And, and, and this little girl learns how to deal with it. 
and um, the train ride has already been released and it's already out there on, on online bookstores everywhere. Um, and keep watching. Uh, we have more updates and keep going to our website, yournewlifeministries.org. That's right. Don't forget that Deep Waters <laughs> is in a movie called Santa's Second Wife, which has just been released in Connecticut at theaters all around Connecticut. So check it out. Or Google Santa's Second Wife and find out where you can watch it at. It's in the movie. Check it out. And you'll see my wife's book, Deep Waters Within, in that movie. And also, our, we got uh, my wife got a new blog spot on a new AIDS mama blog. So check that out today. It's about her article, Deep Waters. And so check that out as well. And uh, keep uh, uh, subscribe to our newsletter. We'll keep you up to date on the new things happening in your new life ministries. So go to yournewlifeministries.org and check it out today. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram. All right, talk at you later, guys. And always remember, you know you got this when you let God lead the way. Catch you later, guys. Bye-bye.